It's a stressful time for all of us, and we need a break. You are in the right place. Hello, I am Tina. And I'm Charity. We are sisters, and this is the Stuart Sister Stories Podcast. You are welcome to eavesdrop as we share funny memories from our dysfunctional family. We are an open book. Some may say too open, so grab a tissue. You're sure to laugh until you cry. Or, if you're over 50, you may pee a little. No judgment here. Time to roll. Here goes nothing. All right, we're back. This is episode five of the Stuart Sister Stories podcast. I'm Tina. And I am Charity. We have a very special episode today. Yes, we do. Because we want to talk about someone that's very special. Yes, we do. We want to talk about our dad. And for those of you who are going to watch this on YouTube, look. There, get up there really close. Real close. How's that? Oh, he's crooked. There you go. There's Wally. That's Wally. We call him Grandpa Wally. There he is. We want to share some stories about our dad, Wallace Ted Iyer Stewart. Yes. Our dad worked at the prison for a long time. For a long time. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and we never, like growing up, I didn't appreciate it. They worked there. Now, that I've gotten older, I appreciate it more because, you know, what a crappy place to have to work. It is a crappy place. It and is a some crappy of place. He would tell us uh, mo- some of his stress didn't come from the inmates. It came from the people who worked <laughs> the there. The people who worked there. Yes. But <clears throat> let's go back, shall we, Charity? To, yes. To dad's childhood. We want to tell you a little bit about dad and him growing up because he had some funny things happen to him he had some fun stories first of all when dad was born this isn't funny but just to give you a little background when he was born dad almost died a few times yes he had he was a blue baby they call him blue babies did you know that i did not know that if you read the book that i wrote it's in there (laughs) okay but anyway he had to be rushed to the hospital a few times because he had heart problems and asthma problems so he was sick a lot growing up and i don't know if this had anything to do with it but our grandma callie his mother thought that wally could do no wrong oh wally was perfect in every way he was he was perfect in every way and we want to share some stories that are pretty funny let's can you tell about the time that dad and his friends um, were sneaking into the movie theater? Oh, yes. So our dad and his friends wanted to go see a movie and they didn't want to pay for tickets because why would you want to pay for a ticket? So they snuck into the movie theater instead to see the movie. And when they called our grandma, his mother, she said, well, if you didn't charge so damn much, they wouldn't have to sneak into the theater. <laughs> so it's not his fault there is that was that was the owner's fault and the other story we want to share is the is the day that dad got hit by a semi-truck <laughs> yes he would love to tell us this story was he coming home from school coming home from school yes he was coming home from school and running and he or did he get off the bus he got off the bus he got off the bus and was running and was running across the street and didn't see the semi-truck coming right and the semi-truck hit him. And he went up in the air. He went up in the air. And he turned around, did a full 180. We don't know what he did exactly. That but just makes it better. <laughs> did a 360. And then he came down and he just kept came on running. down and started running again. <laughs> he kept on running. <laughs> we thought I was made up. But his brother, 
confirmed it. Has confirmed that no, this doesn't occur because he almost told his mom, well, he just got hit by a semi. <laughs> he just kept on running so again imagine this a younger version he kind of looks like barney fife and him getting hit by a semi and coming back down running dad was a very stressed out anxious person yes he was and so (laughs) and that makes some of the stories pretty funny it wasn't funny at the time because he was very anxious and stressed out but but (laughs) working at the prison it was the way that he is now Here is a story about my dad and the four older kids and my mom. They went on a camping trip. We weren't born yet, I guess. We weren't. But my older sister, Julie, uh, tells us that they think they heard, they thought they heard a bear. (laughs) They thought they, they heard noises. They thought it was a bear. My dad was very afraid. He went and jumped in the car, locked all the doors. (laughs) And left the entire family outside of the car. <laughs> to deal with the bear. To deal with the bear. Because he was scared. Hey, he was safe. He was safe. That's yeah. all that matters. He was safe. He got yeah. the bear. It turned out to not be a bear, thank heavens. It was not a bear. It was not a bear, huh? And then what else? Oh, when he was little, he got in trouble in school. Yes. And he had to memorize a poem. He did. I can't remember what he got in trouble for. And we don't know all the poem, but we do know the beginning of it, shall we, Charity? Yes, here we go. I think that I shall never see a poem as lovely as a tree. My dad, if you asked him, he could still recite that word for word. It stuck with him. With Robert's dead above the, I don't know, something. Yes, but he, he had to memorize that and he never forgot it. And we would treat him like a like a bear or something. Okay, Wally, say, the, say it. <laughs> say the poem, Wally, say it. He's like, oh, okay, I'll say the poem. And that was the poem that he would recite to all of us. Now, I don't remember this other story, but it has me in it. I was a small child. And apparently we were all out on the front lawn playing croquet. And the neighborhood kids knew about my dad's temper because my dad had a temper. Yep. As we were playing croquet, I guess that I, as a little child, went like this. And hit dad square in the head (laughs) with the croquet mallet, with the croquet mallet. (laughs) And Julie said that all of the kids were frozen for a second. And then they all turned around and ran. (laughs) They all (laughs) dispersed so quickly because they weren't sure what our dad was going to do. But as it turned out, he just started laughing. (laughs) That's a funny story. That is a funny story that he didn't. (laughs) He because his temper oh he would lose his temper yep never once never afraid of like we knew he'd never hit us no never 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 would Wally do that but he had a temper on him all right the next again tina and i another one we don't remember but he had a hernia operation. i remember that. you remember you don't remember then that. you tell the story he was in a white robe oh yes the white robe. That, right robe and back in the day Hernia surgery was a lot more invasive than it is now. My dad, you have to know, and most of the Stuart boys are like this, are very thin. And it's hard for them to gain weight. What a travesty, right? I know. It's hard for them to gain weight. My son's that way. Charity's son's that way. Julie's son is that way. And our dad was like that. And dad would do things he wasn't supposed to do, lifting very heavy weights. And he would get the Arnold Schwarzenegger protein drinks to gain weight. And I'm going to go watch Arnold Schwarzenegger lift my weights. He had hernia a few times, didn't he? Oh, yeah. But on this particular occasion, he had his hernia out. 
I think it was probably the first day he was back home from the hospital. And we had a set of stairs that went down to the basement from the main floor. Dad just got his turning in fixed was on the top stair. I don't know what happened, but dad slid down the stairs <laughs> to the bottom and he said a swear word on about every single stair on his way down, didn't he? Every single stair, yeah. We were told that he was swearing. <laughs> I heard vague memories of this in his white robe sliding down the stairs. Know, but we had a guy once who spoke in church who said, People that have worked with cows and they say they don't swear is lying. And dad worked with and cows. And dad worked with cows. He grew up around cows. He also, as a part-time job, dad was a very hard worker. Oh, very hard worker. And it, he had a full-time job. He worked at the prison for his entire career. He either, he was a guard in the tower. Mm-hmm. I guess not a guard, so it's called. He Whatever. was. Yep. A guard in the tower. He would take the inmates out to find jobs. His last job was he was over maintenance with the inmates where he'd take the inmates out to do maintenance around the prison. And give us some things about the prison, Charity. Well, I was going to say, and then he'd milk cows and I hated the smell so much. He would, dad would milk cows on the side, get extra money because he had seven kids at home. And he would change his clothes outside because I didn't like the smell. (laughs) (laughs) So he would change his clothes outside. Oh, I was horrible. But some stories about, the inmates. So at a time they had a work release program and those that were in there for minor, non-violent, could, non-violent, yeah, could go out and get a job. And my dad was kind of the supervisor of them. So if they had all had a good day and got a good report, he would take them out to buy milkshakes and they'd all get a milkshake. But he also would forget something from home and he'd pull up to our house with a van full of inmates <laughs> to get what he wanted. And our mom would tell him, Damn it, Wally, quit coming home with the inmates. (laughs) As Tina and I were growing up, we'd wait at the bus stop and we'd wave and we'd wave at dad going by with the van and he wouldn't acknowledge us at all. So I think it finally clicked in that my mom didn't want the inmates to know where we lived. Yes. (laughs) So that was one crazy story about the inmates. What about another one, Tina? Well, there was a time that my dad passed out. I don't know what happened. But they thought he had a heart attack. Is that what, what they the thought? inmates thought? It was his first panic attack. Okay. He passed out. But let me tell you, those inmates respected my dad such a great deal. They had respect for him that they did not run away. They could have ran away. Because <laughs> they were they, outside working on the garden in yes, the, at the prison. But they all stayed to make sure that Wally was okay because they respected my dad because he worked right along with them. Yep. He didn't just watch him. He worked with him and not one inmate tried to escape. They were all worried about Wally and if Wally was going to be okay. Yeah. Huh. That was another one about the prison. Let's see. What about the fun story about going to your drive to uh, Illinois with, we all went to (laughs) Illinois to see my older sister, Susan, get married. Mike and I, my husband and I, we took the easy way out and we flew. Yes, they did. (laughs) And the Clark family said, I guess we're driving with grandma and grandpa because my dad would not fly. Yeah, never been on a plane before. And we were like, he will never see his daughter, Susan, get married if we fly. So we've got to drive with him. So my daughter was probably four, three, three, Cody was five. And we drove with my parents from Utah to Chicago. How many days did that take you? I know I took two weeks off work. Wow. <laughs> it was a long, long drive. And there were times where Blake would be driving and my dad would look at him and he'd say, Blake, 
the speed limit says <laughs> 60. And Blake would turn him and say, Wally, that's for semis. <laughs> and that time Blake was driving and my dad looked at him and said, you really love to piss people <laughs> off, don't you, Blake? <laughs> and he was dead serious. And Blake didn't know what to say. So he started laughing at him. And I was just like, oh my gosh, it was the longest vacation ever. So he was in a wheelchair because he hurt his back. Yeah, somehow. he had a really bad back and it, he couldn't walk very well. So we decided my dad wanted to go to Nauvoo to see all the LDS church circle sites. Oh, I can get that out. Blake, my husband wanted to go see a Frank Lloyd Wright house because Blake is an artist and that's his thing. My dad was very into church history. So we decide first we're going to go to the Frank Lloyd Wright house and then we're going to go to Nauvoo to see all the church sites. So we're at the Frank Lloyd Wright house pushing dad around in his wheelchair, right? And I guess dad had thought that we were at the Frank Lloyd Wright house enough and he had had it and he stood up and he could barely walk. Like it was really hard for him to walk at this time. His back was really straight up. It was, he stood, he slammed that wheelchair shut. He has one of those collapsible wheelchairs. So he collapsed it, it and stopped off to our van and threw it in the van. I it in the van. Because he was done. And I said, I went to my husband and said, Blake, I think, I think my dad's done. I think it's time to go to the church sites instead. Now that, now that we made Wally angry, let's go look at some church historical sacred sites. He had a very short fuse on him, my dad. You know what we forgot? It was what? the time he went to the doctor and the doctor found a pop. There were, my dad went to the doctor and there was something in his ear. Turned out it was a full popcorn, right? Yes, it had popped. And it was in his ear. And it was in his ear. We have no idea how it got and in. And the doctor's like, how did this get in there? And my dad said, I don't know. And my mom's response was, obviously, he's never seen you eat popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> he went to the doctor because he had an enlarged heart yeah and my dad he would run because that was his way to release stress release stress very anxious and the doctor asked him told him you shouldn't be running why are you alive you shouldn't be alive and dad's response was hell if i know you're the doctor <laughs> <laughs> you tell me why I'm alive. we could never go on vacation growing up because dad was way too stressed the one time that we did try to go oh yes we we're gonna go see the different like zions and brides is that where that. we were going uh -huh. i can't remember where we were going but at the time they had just started to put i think they're called rumble strips <laughs> off the side of the freeway you know those ones that that way if you're falling asleep it'll wake you up and well, dad heard those noise. We hadn't gone very far when he heard these noises. And what did we do? We turned around and came back home. We turned around and came back home. And that was the end of our vacation. That was the end of our vacation with that one. Can he get too far yes. with daddy? He no. was too worried about everything. He was, poor man. What about dad's hearing, Charity? Oh, he couldn't hear it all. When he was in the hospital, his answer to the nurses if he couldn't hear them was, you betcha. <laughs> so it wouldn't matter what they asked him. And he'd say, you betcha. And we'd have to tell him, he can't hear you. He came home once. Oh, he came home once from the doctors and said, yes, I'm in remission, guys. <laughs> we said remission, <laughs> remission from what? Remission from what, dad? 
He said, I guess I had leukemia. Yes, I had leukemia, <laughs> but I had remission now. And I think all of us looked at each other and thought, well, we better talk to the doctor about that because I don't remember. We don't remember. Dad have leukemia. Yeah. So we told him, okay, Dad, you cannot go to the doctor anymore. That's <laughs> there. I forgot about that. Yeah. So one time he was... Um, he and his brother, we were at a funeral. And they're both very deaf. They're both very deaf. Him and Uncle Dale. And they were sitting in the front row so that they could hear things better. Yes. The rest of the family was like in the middle. <laughs> and we were sitting in our pew and they were up in the front row. And we heard them halfway back. We heard my Uncle Dale turn to Wally and he said, Wally, can you hear anything they're saying? And my dad turned to him and said, I can't hear a damn thing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> in the middle of a funeral service you know what is really funny about my dad too if, you, if you're watching the video I'll try to describe it if you're not he would always put his hand outside his ear and lean forward like this and hoping that he could hear he did this he'd do this all the time you're like and then I found out if I made my voice deep like this he could hear me better really yes because they can't hear high-pitched so sometimes I, I would that. talk like this. I say, hello, dad. How are you? <laughs> I didn't realize mm -hmm. that. And tell him about what he would say to people in church after our mom had passed away. And they would ask him, you'll have to say that because I can't remember. Oh, okay. You just don't want to swear. No, I'll swear. <laughs> I just can't remember. So if any of my students are watching this or don't listening to it. this, yes, I do not swear in the classroom. I'm a very good person. So keep that in mind. Mrs. Clark does not swear. You didn't hear any of this. So. He would have people in church after my mom had passed away and they would ask him, so Wally, how are you doing today? And he would tell them, not worth a damn. How about you? And walk away. I think he likes to shock people sometimes. <laughs> he did. And then he'd feel so guilty because he swore in church that he would call up. He would, or he would get in front of the congregation to he apologize. He would get in front of the congregation and apologize. Or he would call them on the phone and say, I'm sorry. I should have sorted church today. I should have handled it differently. I will remember until the day I die, the sight of dad out mowing the lawn. Oh, six in the morning. Yes. Very early in the morning to begin with. And obviously my dad did not care about what he wore because he would be in what color were his shorts? Yellow. They were yellow shorts from like the seventies. Yes. So the, they were the really short ones with the green, like lining or the green well, a border along the bottom. And then he would have on, I think it was an orange Hawaii 76 oh, yes. shirt, yep. something like that. One of my brothers had brought back from Hawaii. He would wear the shirt and his short shorts. Then he would have on a pair of brown or black dress <laughs> socks. Uh -huh. and, and his church shoes. And his church shoes. <laughs> and dad would be out there mowing the lawn. <laughs> And it was so funny. And everybody in the neighborhood knew that's just Wally. That's just Wally out there mowing the lawn. And he would never let, I would ask him if I can mow the lawn. And he said, no, Charity, you'll chop your foot off. So to this day, I have never mowed a lawn in my life. I have mowed the lawn, I think, two times. See, he didn't do it. And growing up also, you know what he would do for me? He'd start the car. He'd start the car and clean the snow off. He would get up in the mornings. I'd be getting ready. And he would say, Charity, give me your keys. And I said, Dad, why do you need my keys? And he would say, give me your damn keys. <laughs> okay, Dad, there you go, give me my keys. And he would go out and start it and clean all of the snow off in the morning so I'd be ready to go. 
Do you remember too about what was bad about winter and starting the car? The cats? <laughs> we had a cat, a couple cats that for some reason we never fixed. Why not? We fixed them. In fact, one dad... time he did get mad because the cat got fixed and then it, anyway, yes, we had these cats <laughs> that we never fixed and they would have kittens. And then do you know what those kittens would do in the winter to get warm? They'd climb up into the motor of the car. <laughs> and so when you'd start the car, you would hear, it never happened to us because Charity and I were too little, but to our older siblings, they would come in like, dad, I just started the car. Yes. And then my dad would have to go out there. <laughs> and get the kittens out and I remember one time he was really upset because we finally did have a cat fixed and it was right after the cat was fixed that cat decided to climb up into the motor he decided to climb up in it too and then it died and then it died and dad was mad because he'd spent all that money to get the cat fixed and it climbed up in the motor so again do not call PETA you've heard about the bearded dragon story and the fish <laughs> it was all unintentional I promise because dad was also known to chop the heads off of uh, what were they, groundhogs, or what were they out in the backyard? He would be, he would sit out there with the groundhogs, yeah, and when they popped up, he'd smack them on the head with the shovel. <laughs> he was he a farmer. Get, he was a farmer, because that's how you'd get rid of them. Yeah, you would just or, smash them Or we the had head. a bat in our garage once, and same thing. He, he just up. got a shovel, <laughs> smashed the bat, and said, there you go, <laughs> take care of that bat. Yeah. And, you know, we didn't realize how much we would miss our dad. He passed away until he passed away. August 31st. I think so. Of 2014. Yes. Yes. And we didn't realize how much we would miss him. Our dad had an amazing testimony of Jesus Christ, of Jesus Christ. And, and he would bear his testimony to anybody that would listen to him. So sometimes if I'm at church, I may get up and do it because I think, oh, dad would be so proud of yeah. me. And he gave amazing blessings. He would not say anything that he was not inspired to say. So he would make sure. So he gave amazing blessings also. And he loved us no matter what. I would make when I was little, I make, I love to bake. I don't now, now I hate it, <laughs> but I'd make cookies, brownies, whatever. And he would walk in the house and I'd burn the cookies. It was very obvious. They were disgusting. And he'd walk in, grab a cookie, eat the cookie and say, oh, Charity, these are good cookies. And he would eat more and more of them. And it made me so happy because I thought, no, they're not, dad. They're burned. Aww. I know. He didn't want to make you feel bad. He didn't want to make me feel bad. So he would eat the cookies. I have to say something really funny though. I remember being down, this was after my dad passed, and he, I guess people did not realize the way that dad was oh. because we were down at a family function, a family picnic, something to that effect. And one of our cousins said, Wally, what did she say? Uncle Wally was so quiet and so laid back and always had a smile on his face. And I think I looked at, I don't know if it was charity or something like, I like, no, that wasn't him at all. He did not. He had you all fooled because my dad <laughs> was a panic attack waiting to happen. He, and he had a temper. Yes, he did. Our basement used to flood because it was built so, so low. Our house was the yeah. first house in the subdivision and it was the experimental house. And there was a high water table and dad had to pump out 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 
And he would get upset because the electricity bill would come and it'd be outrageous. So we'd unplug the sub pump and then we'd, and, and then, then we would flood. So uh, we'd wake up and wake up mom. We didn't want to tell dad. He'd say, mom, and he'd whisper, there's water in the basement. My dad heard those words and he'd fly up out of bed. What? And then he'd have to go up and clean all of it up. And my mom said, I finally give up. She said, we're just going to rip out the carpet and paint it blue. Which was really sad because my mom put a lot of work into mm-hmm, that basement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think what we have learned is that our dad dealt with a lot. He did. And he didn't know how to handle it. He didn't. And I even, I went to a, the dentist the other day and it's the same dentist that dad went to. And the dentist mentioned, wasn't your dad Wally? I was like, oh my gosh, you remember Wally? And he said, yes, he was a great man. He said, I'm sure he had to have had some PTSD from working out the prison. Because he was there, was it Ted Bundy that got executed here? No, it was Gary Gilmore. Gilmore. So he was here for that. And he would imagine to us that you could feel the devil right as you walked into the prison. My dad, uh, we live very close to the prison. And you would hear the sirens go off Mm -hmm. and dad hated when those sirens go off because it meant that an inmate had escaped and dad was going to have to go out and look for the inmate. Our dad went to the yuckiest of places. He went through fields. He went through canals. He went to strip clubs. He went to the darkest of places. And I know too, that when he would come home and tell us that some of those people in that prison aren't people, they're animals. Mm Mm-hmm. So we appreciate it a lot more now that we're older. Yes. Thank your parents. Give them hugs while they're still here. Because both of our parents are gone and we can't do that. And it makes us sad. It does. Therefore, we try to to remember all the happy things, all the funny things that he did. Share your memories with your kids. Yes. Because they're funny and you need to hear those stories. You do. That is all for today. Okay. Remember to catch us on, uh, let's see, where do we go? I'm going to flip the paper over. You guys will all hear. Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Player FM, and more platforms on the way, including Apple and Google that should be arriving shortly. Charity. Okay. And thank you. And make sure Tina will do the YouTube download and the podcast download at the same time because she's my techie. She's got it. Cold ice, whatever that is. So she will do that. And that way you can decide, do you want to listen to it? Do you want to watch it? What is your choice? Maybe you'll want to do both. Maybe we're that much fun. We'd love that. Yes. All right. See you next time. Catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. (laughs) Bye. To hear more hilarious, true gut-wrenching stories from the Stuart Sister Stories podcast, be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform. So we can end up on Jimmy Fallon and make a million dollars. We promise to share. Catch you on the flip side.